Hello, everyone. Hello! My name is Matt Armando. And my name is Emily C. Riggins. <laughs> and this is TBD. With Matt and Emily Claire Riggins. Hello. Welcome to the podcast about tea and friendship. You've got uh, Emily C. Riggins. Yep, thank Matthew you. Matthew T. Armando. <laughs> there we are chatting. Um, you know, formally? we are formally chatting. Um, how was your day, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Sound a little more like a robot next time. <laughs> aren't, aren't, oh, I was trying to be a formal robot. Um, do you think robots are formal or just abrupt? Um, robots, like all robots, or do you mean like AI talking robots? <laughs> AI talking robots. Um... I think they're very to the point. Although sometimes, sometimes I feel like my Google Home will will make little snide remarks. <laughs> I mean, they're all sort of programmed into it, but um, I think they're more more to the point. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know. I've never had one like uh, like an Iron Man. Tony Stark has Jarvis, which like actively converses with him. Uh, I don't. I don't know how realistic that is i feel like i don't know did you ever did you ever use aol instant messenger (laughs) i did not um it was definitely around i just don't maybe i wasn't cool enough but no not really i mean i I get the concept (laughs) so all well okay there was like an ai on that called smarter child i'm I'm sure there was more than one but i feel like smarter child was like the most well-known but you could like chat with smarter child and it would just like respond to to you in different ways and it was like to me probably the original ai (laughs) Um, Uh, or like the original one that like was actually usable of course there's hal in uh, 2001 a space odyssey famously a famous red dot (laughs) um, Uh, i can't help you dave i have also it was also a commercial for apple in like the 80s i think Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> um, anyways, I was going to tell Emily, a story. Emily doesn't watch movies. <laughs> um, I don't watch movies, and I'm not going to apologize for that. However, I am going to discuss a time I interacted with an AI thing, program thing. <laughs> anyways, when I was younger, there was a Christmas, and somehow I found this site where you could talk to an elf. <laughs> so I was talking uh. to this elf. And I realized, like, I realized eventually, I was young, and I don't think I realized it at first, that it was, like, a computer program. It, like, gave me a lot of the same responses. Mm. But one of the things it gave me, and I don't remember if I asked for this, I don't remember. Um, and I'm going to ask that you not question if, if I remember or not. But it gave me a recipe for okay, triple, I'll be chill. triple chocolate cookies that were really good. I think somewhere at my house in ohio i might still have the recipe they were good cookies well good job f- fake elf <laughs> i think maybe they were double chocolate not triple chocolate what would triple chocolate mean well so i'm pretty sure like they a were drizzle double- drizzle on top <laughs> yeah so the double chocolate was like a chocolate batter with chocolate chips yep that makes sense triple would be like frosting or something <laughs> oh god that'd be so rich um, what do you think about like uh, what if it was done like uh, 
those like uh, Keebler ones with like the drizzle chocolate on top. Those aren't double. Actually, those 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 are just like regular cookies with like chocolate on the bottom and then drizzle on top. Do you yeah, know what I'm talking stripes, about? Yeah, fudge stripes. Fudge stripes. Yeah. Um, when I was younger and I would eat fudge stripes, I would dip them in the milk until they were super, super saturated. And then, maybe this is very weird, but I would take my finger and, and pick out all of the batter in between the stripes, eat that, and then peel off the stripes, eat that, and then I'd eat the chocolate part. That is intense. <laughs> I also took the cheese and pepperoni off all my pizza and wouldn't eat the cheese and pepperoni. Don't know what I was doing. That was, that lasted until at least middle school. Um, and then this other place where we would get pizza from, Donato's, which is my favorite. It's in Ohio. Shouts to Donato's. I feel like they've been mentioned on the podcast before. I just, you know, they used, they don't have this bread anymore, which is a disgrace. But they had this type of bread that was like cheesy, triple cheese garlic bread or something. But I would eat it by taking off the cheese, eating the cheese, picking out the doughy soft bread eating the doughy soft bread and then eating the outside crust um i i find that entirely believable um that you did that it still doesn't make it any less weird i guess (laughs) i would also eat my green beans by ripping apart the two halves eating the seeds on the inside and then eating the outside okay I ate my chocolate milk entirely through a spoon. Like, I would just take ladles of spoons. What are some other weird... E- I am just keep recovering them. Do you feel like you know me better now? Um, yeah, I have some insight into how you were a kid, I guess. <laughs> I had a lot of kids. free time. My brother was a lot older than me. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I had a lot of free time. I don't know how that fits in. I feel like... Because I didn't have a constant companion. How much older is your brother than you? He's nine, uh, eight and a half, nine. Nine years older than me. Um, I was seven years older than my brother. Still am. But... Uh, <laughs> Just has it changed over time? I don't think that made us any weirder. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying it was the reason I was weird. I'm saying... I had I had other sources of entertainment, which were mostly my brain. My wife's an only child. She's not weird either. Okay. In that way. We don't need to call me weird. Okay? I'm here to call you weird. I don't... Sometimes I eat French stripes like that still. Although I can't get them as soggy now. I don't know what happened. I don't think I might just not have as much patience. Well, it might be... Well, yeah, that might be true. But also it could be a, a real silly putty situation where they, like, change the recipe. That could be it. Um, every single time I try to eat fudge stripes, I get disappointed at the lack of being able to do my fun trick. Um, but I never broke apart Oreos. Those were just a whole cookie. You want to know what makes me weird? I don't like Oreos. They're vegan. Did you know that? <laughs> I probably heard that fact about a hundred times in my life. Yes, I have heard that. I know. I just I, think it's such a fun fact. I'm not a vegan, so it doesn't matter. Um... But I, yeah, I've never, I've never really been an Oreo. I've never been an Oreo eater. Um, I also don't think Thin Mints are the best Girl Scout cookie, which I Get feel like is out of here. I have to go. <laughs> I'm quitting the podcast. I did know this take. We've discussed this on on the pod before. Yeah, probably on an episode. Actually, the tea I almost brought today was my uh, a mint tea. 
but I looked up that we had it had it on the podcast already. <laughs> so I did not uh, bring it. Did we have that on Andrew Bond's episode of Remote, pl- remote Places? That is very possible. I do not know. I'm pretty sure it's possible and true. Um, I love Thin Mints. I love Andy's Mints. I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. I'm a big fan of mint and chocolate together. Um, the ice cream, I'm, I, I don't have an opinion on. I don't, I, I don't have a negative opinion nor a positive opinion. I think, to me, it's like, uh, it, I have a chocolatey dough problem. <laughs> like, when you mentioned double chocolate cookies earlier, I was like, mm. I like chocolate chip cookies, but double chocolate is just, like, not really my thing. Mm. Um... I one like- time when I was a one time when I was a kid, I, you know, so there's chocolate glazed donuts and then there's um, chocolate frosted donuts, and I think at some point I didn't know I didn't know the difference between glaze and frosting. I'm now fully aware, but I think I just like heard chocolate glazed and I was like, oh, that's the kind of donut I like, chocolate glazed, and I got it and it it's like chocolate dough mm. <laughs> or whatever, and I was like, wait a minute, I hate this. Why? What this? What's this donut? Also, and- was it? Oh, yeah. sorry. I just was I just was confused about glazed versus frosted. Turns out I like chocolate frosted only, <laughs> and it was a lesson. It was a hard lesson to learn. Well, the problem I feel like with donuts specifically is I feel like chocolate donuts is a different type of batter, so they're more like cake donuts, which are not the best kind of donut. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say something earlier, and it immediately left my brain. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, I remember. Right now, um, in the class I'm teaching for school, um, the kids and I are reading The Chocolate Touch. Um, I don't remember who it's by, but it's about this boy. So it's kind of based off King Midas, that uh, myth. Where I was literally thinking it was based on King Midas. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he loves chocolate and he won't eat anything but chocolate. And so he finds this coin, he turns it in for... Um, like a box of chocolate, but the box of chocolate turns out to be just one tiny piece of the most chocolatey chocolate he'd ever tasted. And then the next morning, everything he puts in his mouth turns to chocolate. I have not finished this book, and I don't believe I've read it before, although I know of it. <laughs> and I've read some of it before, but I don't think I've ever finished it. Wow. But a real page turner. <laughs> he's starting to realize the error of his ways. He just ate his friend's brand new silver dollar. And she... <laughs> She said, John Midas, I hate you. And that was where we left off today. Oh, his, his name is Midas? John Midas, yeah. Okay. Um, and his best friend is Susan Buttercup. Well, uh, chocolate talk complete? Never, but yes. <laughs> chocolate talk done. Um, I just had to, move, I had to move stuff along a little. <laughs> um, do, I- should, we, should we jump, huh? I'd say jump in the next thing. Oh, I was going to say, I could talk to you about chocolate forever. But yes, let's jump into the next thing. I mean, it can be your topic someday, but... <laughs> I feel like I've covered it. Um, also, I definitely had chocolate as a good topic. Was it chocolate straight up? I don't know. It doesn't right, matter. Let's move on. <laughs> tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea. Talk. Do you think that came over? <laughs> I'll say... At first, I could hear it as a percussion, and then I could just hear the wind of you, like, going over the microphone. <laughs> so it came over. Okay, cool. Um, Matt, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? 
Um, I'll go first, I guess, because you asked. Okay. Matt. Matt, yes. is it? Have we met? Hi. Hi. I love <laughs> to do that joke to the my students and they every single time go, Miss Friggins. I say, but Matt. Well, that's um, me. Um, what tea are you drinking today? Okay. So I was worried that I did not have a new tea to share on the podcast, but I dipped into our reserves our our co-reserves and i found a tea that there's only one bag for it so i figured i might as well just use this because there's really not enough tea for the both of us and uh it is by the yogi tea brand Mm. and it is green tea kombucha i know exactly which Uh, tea you're discussing it supplies antioxidants to support overall health and then there's a little asterisk that says These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, Wow. That's my political stance on stuff that that says this on it, too. (laughs) Um, It's so, yeah, it's yogi tea, which is they they have a lot of like health teas or teas that are supposed to be like helpful in some way. Um, The ingredients are. Organic green tea leaf, organic lemongrass, organic spearmint leaf, natural passion fruit flavor, natural plum flavor, Interesting. and and organic kombucha. Warning: Consult your healthcare provider prior to use if you are if you are pregnant. Did you I'm have not to, pregnant? I was going to ask. Did pregnant. you have to consult your healthcare provider? Um. Uh, I asked. I I. I will tell you that I asked my wife, am I pregnant? <laughs> she let me know that I am not. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, uh, Laura is not a doctor, but I'll accept. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. The thing says, if you are pregnant, consult the doctor. That's true. I was consulting her if I was pregnant. That's fair. No, that's fair. It was a two-step. It's a two-step ask. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Okay, fine. You can drink this tea. <laughs> Good. Um, I've drank a bunch of it already. Uh, so I know exactly which tea you're talking about because I feel like I have looked at it many times when we have cited on teas. Um, and I was not aware it was going to have so many ingredients like plum. So I'm going to start asking you some questions. Yeah. Do you taste the plum? Um, yeah, I guess so. There's sort of... I, I also had a plum today. So maybe my plum radar is like skewed towards fresh plums. <laughs> So these this uh, plum flavor is not as um, plummy as it could be, mm. but it just... does have like it does sort of have a general fruity sweetness to it, which I guess I can attribute to the plum. Okay. Uh, do you taste the spearmint? Yes, it is a little minty. When I opened this, I smelled the package, and I said to myself, "Ooh." that's minty. <laughs> and then I looked at the package and it said spearmint leaf. And I went, that's a little more specific spearmint, not regular mint. Um, which by the way, I was talking earlier about not liking uh, some, some mint things or, or, or well, I was, it was chocolate and yeah. mint ice cream. Yeah. I also don't like a lot of mint. Oh yeah. I said, I didn't like a lot of mint things. Uh, but I actually do like mint, uh, like spearmint gum. I'm a big fan of, <laughs> 
So uh, this spearmint in these, this tea is not is not offensive to me. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, so I'm going to reveal something to you that I feel like is a gap in my own knowledge. Yep. I don't think I've ever had kombucha before. Although my old roommate used to make it. Yep. I would love to know if you taste the kombucha, which I would not be able to recognize. Um, not, not really. I, I also have not had, I've had it like once in my life and I hated it. But um, <laughs> I don't know. This it basically tastes like a, I'd say this, the spearmint is definitely the most powerful flavor I would not be. I would not even not have said any fruit was in this until I read the package, and now I'm like, oh, I can taste it now. Um, I don't know if kombucha is normally spearminty flavored, <laughs> um, but uh, that's like definitely by far the most overpowering taste. Okay. There's I also f- lemongrass in it, which I could. I guess I could also taste lemongrass. I feel like whenever mint is in anything, it's the overpowering taste. Yeah, I mean, when I smelled it, I was like, ooh, it's his mint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, one, I want to say before I ask you the question, um, is I'm very pro you drinking out of our co-shared tea <laughs> resources. Mm-hmm. Um, we need a fresh what? slate of teas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so I'll try, I'll try to go for the ones that we only have one or two bags of first. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, okay, let's discuss this tea. Matt. Yes. Would you say that this Yogi Green Tea Kumbacha, which supplies an, uh, antioxidants to supplement something that. Some. I don't know digestive health. I can't read the middle word. It's too. It's too um. Backpack health. And Matt is trying to. Matt is trying to um, to charades it so, so as to not interrupt me. But anyways, is this your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? These are overalls that I'm trying to charade. Your overall health. <laughs> I liked my backpack health better. It does look like a backpack, but overalls and back. The sign language for or the. Non-real sign language for the charades for backpack and overalls are basically the same. I yeah, think. Yeah, I agree. I maybe could. Well, no. Even if you mind, like putting it over your shoulder, that's still like either thing. Yeah. <laughs> Is it your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? You can't see my whole body. If I was doing overalls, I could have maybe in- insinuated there was pants attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um. First of all, say say this word again. Kumbacha. I think. I say that's it wrong. That's fun. I think you are saying it wrong. It's you're saying it like someone who would say kumbaya. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe honestly. Uh, I'd say kom- kombucha. Okay, that's what I would say. I mean, I'm not here to judge you. You'd be you, but I'm just. I just have to say, I find it interesting how you say it. Um, I this is this definitely falls in the category of a perfectly acceptable tea that is kind of like unremarkable. <laughs> Which I think leads me to say it is my cup of tea because I don't like dislike it, but, um, and I would like have it again, but I like wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily seek it out. Um, and if I, I mean, I made two cups, so I'm going to drink the other cup. It tastes fine. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of just, uh, 
it's very middle of the road. <laughs> okay. I um, feel like... Yeah. I don't know. The way you're describing it is I don't think it would be my cup of tea. Not in terms of flavor, but like the way you're describing it is just run of the mill. Um, but yeah, I'm happy that you're enjoying it at least a little bit. If someone was like, do you want tea? <laughs> and they were like, I have this yogi green tea kombucha, green tea kombucha. I'd be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but I wouldn't go to the store to buy it. I don't know. It's just like, it's, I don't know. I guess it's like green tea without any sort of like pomp and circumstance. It's just like the little minty green tea. But I feel like it's supposed to have pomp and circumstance, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't like again. I don't dislike it, so I think that's where I'm sitting on this. And uh, who knows? Maybe it's gonna help with my overall health and I, or backpack health. I hope it helps specifically with your backpack health. Uh, Emily. I, now, I'd be surprised if you didn't have a tea. So I, I'm here assuming you have a tea. Is it in fact true that you have a tea that you are drinking? And can you share with us the name of that tea? I have a tea. Can you imagine Great. if I showed up to this pod and had a coffee? Oh, my God. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> um, I have some things to say about my upcoming topic, but I'm having to... I'm filtering some stuff out, just so you know. I'm going to come back to this. This is called Dream <laughs> O Honey. But not honey like H-O-N-E-Y. Like I'm not from a honey household, but like honey like H-U-N-N-Y. Like rhymes with bunny. <laughs> they both rhyme with bunny. <laughs> I know, but it's spelled like bunny. Spelled like bunny... The nickname, not the... Because really, bunny spelled B-U-N-N-Y. Yeah. But oh, wait. How, how, why, how is it spelled? H-U-N-N-Y. Oh. All right. I was thinking about my Animal Crossing character, honey. H-B-U-N-N-I-E. No. Um, H-U-N-N-Y. Um, and this is from my new tea subscription service called the Dollar Tea Club. Not a sponsor. Um the DTC. The DTC. Um, and it's, it's the second one I've had, I had another sample, but you get three samples. Um, and they're smaller amounts than the Sips by or the Plum Deluxe. But I thought it would be fun in this time of quarantine to give myself some joy by getting mail. I love getting mail. Um, but this is called Dreamo Honey. And it is a rooibos tea with chamomile, calendula petals, natural flavors organic compliant this product may contain traces of almonds and nuts type rooibos time four to six minutes temperature 100 degrees celsius or 212 degrees fahrenheit so this tea i tried to find more information online but dollar tea club i think runs like two months behind schedule because when i looked at it the last samples they had online were from may and those are not the ones I got because I got this in June. So I no. don't have any more information than that. So no copy. Ugh. So sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have questions for me? <laughs> um, sure. Does it taste like honey or is that no. just... No. It's just a thing. Yeah. What's the name of it again? Can you give me that name? Dream O Honey. 
And I actually hmm. tried to look it up because sometimes like teas will say like, this tea is great with honey and milk or something like that. And I was like, well, should I put some honey in this? Because fun fact with my first subscription, I got a little bit of honey in like a stick. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. should I use that in this? But I couldn't find any information. And so I didn't. And it's not spelled like honey. It's spelled like bunny. I guess I'm wondering if it's a pun. But I don't know what it's a pun of. Well, I, I don't either now that it doesn't taste at all like honey. What does it taste like? Uh, great question. Uh, it tastes like a rooibos tea. Um, it has flowers in it. Um, let me take another sip. Sip that tea. Um... Yeah. What are you get? What are you getting? What's hitting the palate? So the first thing I notice is that a rooibos tea, which is fine. And I'm definitely getting some chamomile, solid amounts of chamomile. Um, and I don't know what calendula would taste like separately. Although I do know my face moisturizer and toner is also have calendula petals, so maybe it's good for your skin. Um, well. But oh, Jesus Christ! Emily's spilling tea. I just spilling spilled, the tea. I just spilled tea all over my legs. I don't know how to deal with that right now on the podcast. Um, um, but I'm actually going to hold up something to Matt. Um, and I know this is a vis- uh, an audio medium, but just imagine little tiny flower buds. Um, oh, there we go. Those yeah. are that's the chamomile, right? Yeah. Um, and then there's also lots of petals. I'm trying to hold it up to Matt. Yep. There um, we go. But it's a very flowery, it's a pretty tea, although I feel like it's not well mixed. Like, the, the rooibos is not well mixed in with the petals. So I had to do some work when I poured it. Um, well, it might be like that the, the larger objects settle to the top and the smaller objects settle to the bottom. I mean, that makes sense. I just wish it was more mixed. So I didn't have to spend any time on it. But I mean, that'll happen, uh, that'll happen in transit as it's just like on yeah. the truck or whatever as it's shaking. It's mm-hmm. like when you shake a thing and the, the 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 bigger like I don't know sifting through dirt or whatever like and the rocks go to the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I used to do that with my Legos actually when I was trying to find like bigger pieces and or smaller piece or well when you're trying to look for bigger pieces, I would shake the bin so that the bigger pieces would come to the top. And then the other the the flip side of that is if you're trying to look, I, I kept all my Legos in a bin. That's important. <laughs> And then if I had to go look for a small Lego piece, I'd have to go to, I'd have to like dig to the bottom of the bin because the small pieces would hang out in like the corners. <laughs> um, huh. That was my Lego life. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> um, I, there's so much, it's an exaggeration, but there's, my lotiony legs are covered with tea and it's like all sticking and <laughs> it's not a good situation that's happening right now. Oh. Um, Amazing. In tatters over there. <laughs> I am in tatters. But yeah, so I got back to the Dollar Tea Club. It was fun. Wow. And it's not a lot a lot of tea. It's like in a manageable amount of tea. Like I probably have two more cups. So Do you do you, uh why did you change tea subscriptions just for fun? Oh I didn't change. I added on. Oh you, oh, you added. <laughs> Um, um, and to answer your okay. question just for fun I've known this one's existed and it's one of the cheaper ones um, oh. like it's not expensive um, it's like it's supposed to be a dollar but it's it's more than a dollar you have to pay a dollar the dollars for the tea and then there's like a little bit of a charge because they send you like five tea bags like disposable tea bags to put the loose leaf tea in 
and then there's like a little bit of shipping. So it comes like out to six. Club. Yeah, it comes out to six fifty, but um, a lot of them are more expensive than that. Like even more expensive than Sits by, which is hmm. fifteen. Um, <laughs> let's let let's lest lest we forget that um, and the plum, company that and Plum <laughs> yeah. Deluxe, which I think is is around ten or fifteen. I don't remember the exact price. Um, and they're great. You should get Plum Deluxe, everyone. You should. Make sure you put in that VIP code TBD at checkout or use our link on our website, tbdpodcast.com. You absolutely should. And get should. that Plum Deluxe one. And I also think with Plum Deluxe, you get more tea than the Dollar Tea Club. Um, I have, I'm so much tea is on my legs. Um, Emily's been just feverishly cleaning her legs this whole time. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's, this is my tea. I have no copy to read. I'm sad. Oh. Um, Emily, yeah. do you find this, uh, dream O honey spelled like bunny, uh, to be your cup of tea, uh, or not your cup of tea? Thank you so much for asking. Um, this has nothing to do with the Dollar Tea Club, but I don't know if this is my t- cup of tea. I don't love rooibos. And it's since it's the overpowering flavor. I don't know if I would it really drink this again. I mean, I have to because I'm going to get rid of it, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's sorry. not bad. It's not, it's not for me. Not your cup of tea. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just not for me. You don't like those, uh, you don't like those rude boy teas. No, I don't like a rude boy. Give me a nice boy. <laughs> um, okay, well, we had one thumb up and one thumb down. Actually, mine was more of a shaky thumb up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, overall, maybe not our best showing for teas in a single episode, but... Um, That's okay. Eh, not, not our worst either. Tea talk done? Tea talk complete. Okay, Matt. Everyone's new favorite topic. Topic? Segment? Segment. Oh, segment. Um, Matt. Yes. Sorry, I was gathering supplies. Mm-hmm. Checking in about pest off fix. Checking in about the past. Matt. Yes. Hello. I have a couple things to discuss with you. Okay. One, I want to admit to you and the listeners, I have not made the lychee black tea into an iced tea yet because I made something else into an iced tea, but it's still oh. on my mind update on a review for that second have you read any so, uh, so, so that was last week uh we had the uh lychee black tea yeah in our uh lovely episode at the at the park <laughs> yes yes um other thing is have you read harry potter um i have read some more harry potter i'm yet yet another chapter closer to completing this this book i'm reading one chapter a week now that seems to be the pattern <laughs> Um, let's see. I, I met a, I met a, I met a chap named Tom Riddle. Uh, that's, uh, that's what happens in this chapter. Okay. This chapter involves that chap. Is it, is the one where Harry goes into the book? Harry goes into his diary. Yes. Okay. His like, it, they call it a diary, but it seems to be a planner because <laughs> he like looks at the date and goes into the date yeah uh, i don't know if that's like a british thing 
But you're correct. Yeah, I mean, they should have fixed it like they fixed Philosopher's Stone, okay? <laughs> Maybe some journals, though, have dates. So you write I the journal like they... entry on that date. I I read it as though... Well, first of all, I think they call it a diary. Uh, but I think they say he, like, looks into, like, what oh. would be, like, a square grid in a, in a uh, like, of a date, of a calendar. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he looks into. First of all, the book has no print in it. It is a completely empty book. So when he first looks at it, he calls it a diary. It's just a bunch of blank pages. So maybe it is technically a planner and he didn't realize it. I don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah. And Hermione is not a cat anymore, I guess. Oh, thank God. Okay. Which I believe, I believe on the last episode, I said she might be a cat forever. I don't know. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, she's not. Um, there, there, that's it. Okay. Are we, are we done with the check-in? Um, I'm, I don't think there's anything else I need to check in with you about. Okay, well then let us check out of the check-in. <laughs> My catchphrase that I forgot last week. But it's back, baby. <laughs> Thank God it's back. I forgot about it, and I'm so glad it's back. Great. Uh, so last week... On the episode, uh, on the podcast, we um, we did it live from Central Park. Live, 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 live. Boy, oh boy! If you haven't listened to that yet, please go back one episode, check that out. You get to hear birds chirping in the background. It's very nice. In fact, I bet it's. I think it's overall probably the, one of the better recorded episodes we've had because we're actually like in the same room or the same location. We get, we're recording the same quality. Um, there's no like lag because of the internet. Um, Go check out that episode. Anyways, on that episode, we talked about parks. That was our topic. It was a surprise to you. You had no idea I was going to bring that topic, even though we were recording from a park. (laughs) But you had no foreknowledge. I did not. That that was going to be my topic. I knew we were going to be in a park. I didn't know we would be discussing parks. Yes. I did not blindfold Emily (laughs) and take her... To a mystery location to record. Uh, I would hope not, because I led us to our spot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um, but because I had that wonderful topic, if I don't, if I don't mind patting myself on the back, you pat yourself on week. the back on those overalls. Um, this week, due to taking a turn, the taking a turn policy that we have on this podcast. <laughs> Emily, it is your turn to bring a topic that I have no foreknowledge of. Uh, we have just been yammering on, as we as we often say on this podcast, what we have said in the, what we have said for the last thirty minutes does not matter. <laughs> we are here at the topic. Emily, lay that topic on me. Um, so it's my it's something I've been doing for the past five minutes um, to try to to clear off my legs, but my topic is cleaning and organizing. Cleaning and organizing. Yeah. Something that has been on my mind as I have recently moved. Um, And so the reason I said I couldn't get too much into my tea is part of... So as part of my move, I'm trying to organize and get rid of some stuff and pare back on some stuff, which I did before I moved, but I'm still working on. And two of the things I'm really trying to work on is tea. Which I just keep buying more tea. So it's not, that's a failing effort. But I'm trying to get rid of some teas, um, which is part of the reason I had this particular tea. So I could start 
going through some teas. Um, checks out? I think it checks out. And the other thing <laughs> I'm trying to organize is all my samples, like beauty product samples, and just, just like body washes and lotions that I have. I'm trying to organize and get through some of those so I have less bottles of things. Um, Fewer bottles. Yes, I have a lot of bottles. Um, so to me, organizing is the process of um, making stuff more accessible and usable. Yeah. Do you agree with that definition? <sighs> hmm. Accessible and usable. Um, that's an interesting way of putting it. I guess I could see... I think it's different mindsets, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, we don't have to delve into the opposite mindset because that is not your topic. But I do think that there are people that require um, a level of neatness to get work done. Mm. Um, and I, th you know, because there's definitely people who like having a mess is also their sort of deal. Mm -hmm. Um Maybe even further going down that path, <laughs> there are different things that people might mean by organized. I think that's fair. Uh, now, I think there's like a common conception of organized, which is just like um, everything is in its place. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, or everything appears to be in its place. Um, sort of like... A, Neatly arranged. Yes, I think leveled. Nice looking is part of it. Um, because um, then there's like people who are people who do know exactly where things are, but it's more looks appears to be more messy. So this is what I want to get into. Mm -hmm. I am not an organized person by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I think some might say my general organization is chaotic. Um. I my Google Drive folder is Ugh. insane. Um, there is truly there's an attempt at organization that has failed me completely. Um, I just like I know when I make a document, I should put it where I want it to go to begin with, but I don't. And so then I make the next one, and I'm like, you know what? That other one isn't organized, so I'll just organize it all later. And then I'll just organize it all later. And I'll just organize it all later. Next thing you know, I have 50 documents that are completely unorganized with titles such as Dendrochronology Lesson Take One. Dendrochronology Lesson Fin. Dendrochronology Lesson Fin Two. There's mm. no organization to any of those titles. I think if I were to see that system, I would know that Dendrochronology Fin Two is the most updated version. I don't expect anyone else to understand that. Mm. Uh, I, I feel this. I feel this. I, I, it takes me a lot of restraint to start files in a convenient way. I, I mean, actually with this, sort of with our podcast, I like off the bat was like, well, if we're gonna keep recording these, I better put them in folders. <laughs> and so I did like a good job doing that. I say a lot of times I think like if I'm doing a project or something, I might think like, oh, I just have this one file I need. I'm just gonna make this one thing. 
and then it turns out that I actually make like a bunch of different things, like uh, different documents. And then like those will all just be strewn about somehow. And then it takes me one day to go, oh, why aren't these all in folders? And then I go in and I put them all in folders. See, uh, the difference between you and I is that you might take a couple days. Oh, no, I mean, I mean a long time. <laughs> I have files that I have not organized from over a year ago. Well, I would say that to me, it matters how important I find the files because I definitely have files that I've never ever decided to organize. So I guess they're going on 20 years of being disorganized. <laughs> um, mine tends to be like, oh, do I actually care about this thing? I mean, even like I have folders for TBD stuff and folders for sketch stuff and, and, and things like that that are completely disorganized. But it's like stuff I've just sort of deemed... Um, I've either just like forgotten about it or I like don't care about it anymore. Just like a, a, a project I started and like never finished and like don't care to finish ever. <laughs> um, like I make like, I don't know, lots of graphics or TBD and sometimes I finish them and I put them on Instagram and other times I go, ah, I don't really like this. And I just like stop doing it. Uh, and occasionally that stuff just stays unorganized and it's just like floating around in a folder. <laughs> um, um, so I reckon I listen you're speaking truth to me. Um, however, I do that with every single level of importance. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you an example. So pretty much once a year, I have an, an improv edition. You, that seems reasonable, right? And every time I have to have a resume. And I have one made. It looks pretty nice. I think you've said it looks pretty nice. When I took a picture of it and sent it to you. Do you remember that? I do. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> I just want the listeners and you to understand how bad my system is. Every single time I cannot find it. I have to end up just searching in Drive improv resume and it might come up because it's saved under my work account, under the file, pers my stuff. And inside the personal stuff folder, it might be in improv. But then that that year's stuff might be in a folder in my bigger Google Drive called Past Years. In fact, this is true. I, I'm <laughs> almost positive that this is where my improv resume is. And every single year, I have to go back and go through this whole process, which takes me at least 10 minutes to remember. And I have no system. Sometimes I can't find it at all, and I have to look through my emails to see if I emailed it myself so I could print it out at Staples so I could have the most updated version. And then if I do that at, at Staples, I have probably made changes at Staples, but then I didn't save that and email it back to myself. So I have to go back and remake those changes that I'd made at Staples. Basically what I'm saying is my organization system of my life is bad and it takes me more time. Yes. And one of my goals uh, this summer is to reorganize my computer files. So far I'm halfway I, into the summer. I haven't done it. <laughs> Can I, I'll give you, I'll give you a tip. Okay. This is, this is sort of, this is sort of how I think about it. And I, and I think this sort of goes into what I've already said. Um, there, I, I have like so many files, so, so, so many files. And sometimes things aren't worth organizing. Like there are some things, if you're never going to go back to it, don't organize it. And often like in my folders, I will put uh, a folder called old and old for me to me. Now, some people might put an old, I, I think the old folder is probably a familiar thing to most people. But to me, old basically means 
I don't care if I ever look at this again. Uh, and I'm only saving it because uh, I don't need to delete it. Um, you know, maybe if there's like some reason I need to like, like an, like an old improv resume. So like, say I have like um, an old or an old comedy resume or an old job resume that I don't really need. But like, I don't know, for some reason, maybe I need it for reference to like be like, oh, what was the resume I submitted that one time? Fine. It's in this old folder. If I, it's like a long shot that I'll ever need to look for. But like, there's no reason to delete files really in this day and age because store uh, storage on the computer is cheap. <laughs> so I'll throw that in the old folder. And then I just sort of like pick a point to be like, okay, from this point on, everything is going to be organized. Dump everything in the old folder, save like the one most recent one and be like, okay, this one is now going to have like a date on it or like a reason on it. And I did actually recently in the same vein, I had my like comedy resume and a bunch of sketch things like scripts and whatnot that I all needed to be like organized. And I like went in and did this maybe like just a couple months ago. <laughs> and uh, I think otherwise you, you get down, you can get down this rabbit hole of like over organizing things that don't even matter. And it's just like, find the things that you think might have a chance and organize those and come up with a syst- a naming system. So for me, when I write sketches, each sketch gets its own folder named after the whatever I first called it, mm-hmm. even if it's not the final name of the sketch. And then inside of it, I save drafts of everything. And I just have, I just like, will say like, uh, you know, sketch name, parentheses, first draft, close parentheses. And then I just like, now I know what that thing is. <laughs> and I also make sure that like all my numbers will sequentially work so like if i want to use the sort feature the sort column in a folder it works so like tbd for instance all of them are numbered uh well like episode one is zero zero one episode two zero zero two uh this episode is 122 so it's in folder 122 now if we go past 999 episodes i'm gonna have to (laughs) i'm gonna have to like adjust my system slightly but um for now, everything is going to work right in order. <laughs> um, so that sounds like a great idea. Maybe one day I'll have that level. But like for my work, it's kind of all important. Like there are lessons I use every year. But also I feel okay. personally attacked that you um, have an organized naming system when mine generally is. Um, water cycle, take one, <laughs> this one, number three. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Writing this one or something like in that, like that stuff happens in my work all the time where people are like, use this one or like, we'll write, don't use this one on something. I'm like, get that. Don't use this one out of my face. Uh, uh, um, that's half of my thing. Say this one. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, <sighs> well, what I would say, I, here's my other tip. I'd say that I, I also find semi useful in my own life is, you said, you know, it's a lot of it is for teaching and you need it, but it's like, if it seems like it's too much to bite off in one session or like, all like looking at it at once, just like, you know, as you need them, like if you're like, okay, this is, we're, we're coming up on this lesson or we're coming up on, you know, November and in November we do these lessons or whatever. It's like, do it in those, those kinds of chunks. 
Um, or like, even if you're like, oh, I need to update this because, um, you know, how, something changed with how I want to teach this this year. It's like, that's your chance to like, go find all the files related to it and like revamp them and then reorganize them so that you're doing them, you know, in smaller chunks. I think the biggest mistake people can make with organizing is biting off more than they can chew. <laughs> and I think it's even harder when you're talking computers because there's like, could be hundreds, thousands of yeah. files there. <laughs> I think... So I want to get off the digital aspect of organizing and cleaning in a little bit, but I'm going to, I'm going to speak into existence, the organization system I want my work drive to have. Um, and so you can, in a few weeks, ask me if I've done any progress to this. What I want <laughs> is to have it in ordered in a way that it shows the progression of the year. So like in science, we might start with um, looking at a seed. So I wanted to say like, a folder that says like one seed study and then all the lessons related to the seed study there two uh photosynthesis and all the lessons related to photosynthesis there and then like so on and so forth so that way i don't have to every year be like wait what comes next huh and that yeah. is what i want to speak into existence i want that organization system <laughs> and it really falls on me but i want it and i should do it um. Uh, yeah, definitely do. Uh, I mean, I'd say like do folders in folders. Like if, if, if it's like 10 lessons on something, then yeah, I do like uh, zero through nine, I guess, or something. Um, if it's if you want to do like everything all together, like I would suggest maybe doing like three digit codes or whatever, <laughs> or starting at the number 100. No, my system right now, and I it, at least this is a little bit of a system, is by subject. So science, math, like stuff is already in folders. And I want those folders to have some sort of system. But then there's also stuff outside of the folders that have no system. I guess like then you could put folders in folders. So like within science, you know, you'd want to be like uh, folder one. And then maybe that's like all the science you do in September. Or maybe it's all the science about like, I mean, I, I don't know what they teach kids. But like, you know, one folder is the biology folder. And like even that folder can be numbered. Like say biology is first. Number one, biology. And then inside that, one through ten of, of what biology lessons you have or something like that. Is this in Google Drive, yeah. by the way? Yeah. Uh, another thing you could do, if this helps you, is you could create a, an index file. Um, so it would be like a Google Doc, or you could also do a sheet. But, uh, you know, you could write an outline right in there and have links to all the files. So then you just are looking at your outline, and then you click to the file that needs it. I'm, I see you shaking your head, but I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> I think it's a truly great idea. I I wish I could have that kind of system. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe try it out. I don't know. Um, um, so let's, let's, I, I, I have some things that have systems like this. I can show you sometime. <laughs> let's leave the digital area and let's go to the physical mm -hmm. world. I moved. Okay. Previously discussed. Listen to that episode. I'm organizing my stuff. One way I think people can organize is by using their stuff. And as previously said, I'm trying to use my toiletries. I'm trying to use IT, but I've also been trying to do all of my old craft projects before I start new ones. I can verify this is true. <laughs> in fact, and this will be in the episode photo, um, I made a little stuffed sloth that I've had for years that has just been taking up space in my craft box, being of no use to anyone. And I finally made it as a check mark. And, and, and now it's useful. <laughs> it is useful because it's very cute. 
Um, <laughs> I have finished a few cross stitch projects recently because again, I'm just trying to I'm trying to use stuff. I want my craft box to be less empty, so honestly, I can buy more stuff and fill it up. Um, so so this. It's kind of funny because we're like crossbreeding right now with the procrastinating episode. Because <laughs> uh, it's almost like the mess is caused by the lack of progress. <laughs> yes, that is, yes. So uh, something I know that happens to me is I have the best of intentions of being organized and and clean. And when I say clean, I don't mean like dirt. Like I don't mean like, I think there's a difference between messy and dirty where i think i am messy i am Uh, not dirty does that make sense i've never thought of you as a dirty person i like don't have like food lying around but i am a messy person there's piles of stuff everywhere all the time there is a kind of messy that is dirty and there is a kind of dirty that isn't messy they're necessarily yes they, they can come in hand in hand, but they also can be two separate things. Maybe I'm just disorganized. I'm disorganized, and I know this about myself. And so it's like a slippery slope where one day I will wear a shirt, but then I don't put it away after I wear it. And then much like my files, the next day I wear a new shirt. I don't put it away because I didn't put the other shirt away. Like, might as well do it at the same time, and I don't want to do it now. Two weeks later, half my clothes are laying in a pile on my floor, and... It's beyond out of control. And then at that point, I'm like, now it's just too much. I can't deal with that right now. I'm going to ignore that that exists. And then I start a new pile. And then I start to ignore that pile. And then I start a pile of papers. And then I just shove stuff in my cabinet where I'm like, okay, I can't deal with where I want this to go. So I'm going to deal with it later. And then all of a sudden, three weeks into this, my life is a mess. And it's a little bit my outside life being reflected in my home where maybe I'm feeling out of it or maybe I'm stressed out so I don't do stuff. But then the fact that I haven't done stuff adds to the stress. So I try to just close my door or be out of my apartment as much as possible because it's so messy and chaotic. Um, yeah. Sounds like there's like a... It's it's overwhelming yourself. <laughs> yes. And I have done this literally my entire life. Like, uh, I can remember being in my room, growing up, having to walk over piles of stuff, like clothes and like just other stuff, because I was just like, there was too much stuff to deal with. I, I think my problem, uh, and actually as a kid, uh, my room in which I slept in was always very organized. Mm. Um, I, that's still mostly true about my life. I I keep a pretty organized bedroom. I'd say that I always have, I'd say like the way that I have messes is that I tend to try to juggle multiple things at once and I don't put things away because I think to myself, I'm not finished with that. And I'm probably, I probably am not finished with the said thing. But I am, I have like a bad habit of like, if I put it away, it's almost like if I put it away, I'll never do it. So then, like, by keeping stuff out, I'm, like, encouraging myself to finish the task. But I'm also pretty good at ignoring that kind of thing. <laughs> like, like, that trick doesn't really work all that well on me, which I think I've learned over the years, which is maybe why I'm a little bit better about actually doing stuff or putting things away now. Um, 
but like even like when we pot when we used to podcast at my apartment and i hopefully will happen again someday but like if we were to do like podcast episodes like three days apart or something like i might keep all my equipment out because i'm like oh well it's only three days away or whatever <laughs> it's not worth me putting away right now and that is kind of messy but it's like with the intention of of using it again i don't know i'd say that's a different kind of messy than what your messy is yeah I, I do sometimes I'll leave out stuff because I'm like, I have to deal with this thing. Like if I get a piece of mail, I'll like put the mail in like it's something I have to deal with or like do something with. I'll like put it in a space where I see it all the time. However, that does not mean I do it in it at all a good amount of time. One way I try yeah. to be organized and it worked at first and now it does not work as much is if I got an email I needed to respond to, I would read it and be like, okay, I will work on that and I will deal with it later unread. And as like, that's a to-do list. Or like, I'd send myself an email, like, when you get to the school in the morning, change schedule. Like, I would just, in the subject line, write, change schedule. And at first, it would work, because I would check my email, and I don't like having notifications. And I would know, okay, I have to change my schedule. But then I became, like, I don't know, immune to it. And I was like, ugh, I'm not going to check that email. And then I would miss my emails I sent to myself with my reminders of what to do. Wow. I, I gotta be say I was I, I very proudly got my inbox to like no emails um, a few months back after after having like thousands of, of emails in my inbox and then um, we sort of went into pandemic mode and I was like the emails aren't important anymore <laughs> so my inbox like ballooned back it's still it's still actually not too bad but it definitely ballooned way higher than uh, inbox zero, what it used to be. Yeah. Where am I at now? Well, it's just this 99 plus messages. <laughs> I'm, I very much try to have a very limited amount of emails that are unread, but I do have a bunch of emails that are just in there and none of them are useful. Oh, I want to get, they're either unread or I, sh- I try to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Like if, if they're, if they're unread, they will be marked as read if I need to deal with them still. If they are not, if they're, or if they're unread, I still have to deal with them. If they're marked as read, they should be archived or whatever Gmail says. Um, and I just got to get rid of them. Which, by the way, is completely different from my work email, in which I really only care about whatever is whatever that day's emails are. Like, I have thousands of unread emails at work. And, I mean, I'm sure I've read them. But, like, I've marked them as, or I don't mark them as read necessarily. But as soon as the day hits the next day, I don't care about the previous day's emails anymore. I liked, I'd liked, that's, that's definitely a thing at work I like to do is I do like to tie up any loose ends like the night before so that anything I need to do the next day is going to be like a new email or some, or something along those lines. Uh, I always make sure I'm the last person to have responded before I'm done. <laughs> and if somebody, unless someone emails me at like seven at seven yeah. or eight at night, and then I just read those in the morning, but one of my favorite things to do when I wake up every morning is to wake up and delete all the emails that are like, just like offers or things I know don't matter. I'll just go doop, doop, doop. And then my inbox goes down by half and I feel so much better. You should unsubscribe from some stuff. I do. But then there's sometimes I like want to be subscribed. I just don't want to read. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Um, can I show you something that I just organized recently? Please do. This is my cross-stitch box of all my threads. Maybe I'll take a picture of this and post it on the gram. Um, Mm. But 
I don't want it to all tip out, but all of these threads are organized by number. Um, I used random cardboard pieces to make little spools. Wow. Um, it's taken me. Do you, do you, you made those cardboard pieces? I did, yeah. Um, my previous system, there was too much like stringy string, which is, it is string clearly, but it, it was just like loose and it bothered me the way it looked in this way I like. Very nice. I finished it today. Um, um, okay, I have five minutes. I want to talk about cleaning. <laughs> yeah. um, cleaning, it's not my favorite task. I hate vacuuming. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just got to do it. And I, <laughs> um, I need, um, I'm trying to be better about regularly sweeping. It's not something I'm always great at. Sweeping. Rooming, sweeping. Uh, no, I'm just, I know either way is fine. <laughs> I just don't ever, I don't sweep nor broom. <laughs> I have a dustpan and brush. <laughs> That's for that purpose. Also, uh, brooming is not a I, word. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it seems like a Harry Potter thing. <laughs> uh, Go out and brooming. But I, so that's that's one thing I'm trying to be better about in this move is to just like regularly do a quick sweep up, get all the dust and anything on the floor up. Um so what you own a vacuum no i don't you don't own a vacuum mm -mm. okay well then i don't need to ask about this um sweeping thing well i i want like a little handheld one because my you know i don't have that much that needs vacuuming so i don't need like a huge vacuum but i haven't gotten one mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you want a little dust buster yeah like a little dust buster <laughs> Um, um, I have a Roomba. That's a little robot. Uh, speaking of robots from earlier, I have a little robot that cleans my floors for me. I thought about maybe I should get a Roomba. Um, they're pretty nice. My room is actually really old. I think I bought it like seven, eight years ago. I also bought it on Groupon, I think. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm finding which more. Which is a service I don't really think about. Ugh. I used to love looking at Groupon getaways. I keep finding more tea. What an upsetting time. Um, um, but yeah, I should finish that sale. Yeah. I used to look at Groupon getaways like once a day and I thought it was so fun. Um, but a part of being clean is just keeping your stuff where it belongs and being organized. And I'm trying to be better about that since my move. I think it'll last I... for about two more weeks. Yeah. I do. I will say one. I, so I recently started playing guitar again, and part of what uh, I don't know that uh, I don't know what motivated what, but like let's say a motivation of it was because I noticed that the little practice practice amplifier I bought was gathering a lot of dust, and I was thinking like you know it's only gathering dust because I'm not using it. <laughs> like if I was actively moving it around, it wouldn't be so dusty. Um, so that was like part of using that because I also I do. I feel like I have a lot of, I guess, dark surfaces in my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> which to which dust shows up um, readily on the, yes. on it, and um, I'm not. I I kind of don't. I really don't like dusting, uh, especially mostly because it's. I don't. I don't really mind vacuuming, but I feel like dusting has this delicate nature to it, where you kind of have to like you have to dust around. Yeah, things that's true. Or whatever. And I have a little Swiffer. I use a little Swiffer. Uh, I have a little mitt. Handheld thing. I have a little mitt. Mine comes on a stick. <laughs> Mine I put on my hand. But uh, and then my hand's the stick. I'm just not. Uh, yeah, I don't. 
it's annoying, so I'm like, oh, I should move things around more so like just dust doesn't gather. <laughs> Let the dust be on the floor so the vacuum can get it. <laughs> Is that why whenever I have to come over, I um, you're just picking up stuff and putting it down all the time? Yeah, I'm a big picker-upper. <laughs> um, uh, I want the listeners to know that I've just discovered a new spot of tea on my legs, and I'm very upset. Emily's got to clean herself. <laughs> um, okay. Did you have any more about cleaning and organizing you wanted to get out? Um, I have the best of intentions to keep this place super organized and therefore yeah. clean. And I can already feel it slipping away from me. I will say my my advice about that kind of thing, and I'm not always the best at following myself, but if you put something down and it's not the place it should go, um, I just like have forced myself to think about that like <laughs> to be like is that really where you want that or like uh shouldn't i just take the extra second to put it where it is like and i basically trained myself <laughs> to be stuck in this world where like i can't put a thing down without at least asking myself that and if i'm really tired maybe i'll just leave it there <laughs> but uh i have found that somewhat recently i've been a little better about putting things where they belong because i i i have forced myself to to mull it over at least for five seconds <laughs> um and that's how i'm maturing as a person well, i'm really proud of you i want to leave this with one last thing and then we can close up the the topic um is i i i sometimes feel like the organization of my life is a physical manifestation of uh my brain um and where i'm at in that moment so if i'm feeling very stressed i'm much more likely to have a very messy apartment but if i'm feeling pretty good it's pretty organized. There you go. Um, reduce stress in your life, then. Well, I can only do that so much. <laughs> <sighs> um, all right. Well, very good topic, Emily. Topic done. Topic done. Topic complete. Um, did you have anything you wanted to plug? Uh, no. No. No, no, no. Uh, well, me neither, really. So, um, <laughs> um, I we could have um, a quick uh, correction corner. Oh, if you want, correction. throw us in that correction corner. Um, so this is from a while ago, and I just keep forgetting to read it. Um, but this is from the episode on concerts with Jenny B. Um, and Katie Abate Lewin says this. Uh, in it, we drink a tea that has um the the word epicurious. It's the rice green tea. Um, and we we're discussing on if epicurean is a word. And so Katie says this: epicurean is a word. Epicurean is a word. Here's the definition I found. Having luxurious tastes or habits, especially in eating or drinking. There's a food recipe blog called Epicurious, which is a pun. Curiosity involving food. Now you know. We do know. Thank you, Katie. Um, If you have your own corrections or supplemental information or just want to say hey, you can drop us a line at tbdpodcast.com all spelled out, at gmail.com. That is our official email. You can email us whenever you want. <laughs> uh, if you want to send me uh, tips on not spilling tea all over myself, I would greatly appreciate those. Yeah. I will say, a pretty organized inbox. Um, not not super cluttered. Yeah. I, we now have no uh, red emails in there. I'm curious. Wow. Uh, I'll take a look again sometime. I, haven't, I actually haven't looked at our email thing in a while. But at any rate... 
Uh, also follow us on Twitter and um, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, TBD podcast is our, um, is our little URL. <laughs> and um, yeah, make sure you're subscribed. Oh, that's the big one. Subscribe. Hey. And rate, subscribe, <laughs> review. All three things. Rate, review. Um, if you like this podcast, tell a friend. Uh, if you can all tell a friend, that would double our audience. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> and then they could tell a friend, which would double our audience. Like, no. Tri- well, it would be triple. Yeah, triple our audience. Because all that same people. Yeah. 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 Um, it would be exponential growth if we kept saying this every week and people kept asking more friends. Yes, you're correct. You're correct. That that would be perfect. Uh, anyways, we are not perfect yet, but we we strive to be one day. Uh, I think we're perfect in our own way. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here to help deal with my, you know, my organization. Here you go. I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily C. Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. Bye-bye. Bye.